Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pre-Match Booty. Uh, we've got uh, Mr. Cocky here. Uh, his name is Mosa. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, my new name? Wonga Denga, Mr. Arsenal himself. What up, guys? Uh, I don't know if he's still he's supporting the men's team yet. Uh, and then we've got Coach Nick, uh, who's come out of the bubble. This is his first day out of the bubble. Uh, yeah. Coach, how do you feel, man? How do you feel? Do you feel good to... To at least uh, hug the, the the lady in your life. Hey man, driving home from uh, from Pretoria yesterday, it felt surreal. I felt like I was breaking out of jail there, but <laughs> it was uh, nah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, it was a tough tough week, um, but yeah, we ended up uh, doing quite well. So yeah, we'll have to see how we go next bubble. But I'm uh, yeah, quietly confident. Quietly. How long? How long? How long, how long were you in the bubble for? Uh, yeah. So we went in on Wednesday, came out on Wednesday, um, but it was very gruesome. Like we played on Wednesday, played on Friday, played on Monday, played on Wednesday. So like literally such a short turnaround time between the the different 90 minutes that we were playing. Um, and yeah, Jason's laughing there. Jason was yeah. with me. He was my roommate. Your assistant, um, your assistant coach. My assistant coach. Um, but yeah, it was it was very cool. Um you know, a, a very cool experience to to head up a, a prestigious university like University of Pretoria. Um, I've I've come to learn of the pressures that come with the job, and um, yeah, I can't I uh, can't cry about it or moan about it. I need to just uh, take it in my stride and and see what we can do. Yeah. Were you happy with how your your team performed over the the, the four games? Um, also, like, if I'm honest with you, I couldn't have asked more from the boys. You know, obviously, not not the not the greatest start if you look at it on paper, but in in terms of performance, I think we outplayed TUT. Um, we ended up, you know, uh, drawing the game where you know we should have probably probably won it. I think I spoke to you guys on the show last week Thursday, um, and uh, yeah, I think going into the Free State game, maybe I was a little bit. Uh, too confident uh, that maybe fed into the group itself and we ended up you know getting the shock uh, the shock that you don't want in the second game and um, maybe it came at the right time because the reaction that we got straight away uh, on, <laughs> on on Monday and on Wednesday was was incredible so yeah Jason, Jason speaks about this in the no, but that's, that's, is that, but we'll, is that we'll, from we'll that volley We'll get, we'll, get, we'll get into the celebration. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think the video. There's a video we might that that, that we might show, and it shows a bit of the celebration. But but uh, you should actually get a yellow card for celebrating like that. I'll take I'll take the yellow. I'll take the yellow. Big pull of Jose. Big pull of Jose. Jose. Uh, but yeah. but for, for, for those uh, who haven't watched it, uh, we interviewed um, three of his players um, on Monday after Monday's game. Uh, on Monday, they played against Vitt University uh, and they won 2-1. Um, and then they played another game yesterday uh, where they played VUT and they won 1-0. And then last week, Friday, they played uh, Youth's uh, Kufsis and they lost their 3-1. And in the first game, they they drew 1-1 with uh, TUT. So it's been, it's what, seven points out of a possible four games. 
and yeah. uh, it's it's better than what Steve Bruce has done so far in nah, 100%. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I think my target my target was to to try and get into the top four. I don't think Steve Bruce would have done that. So yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm 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 happy with the reaction again. Like I said, you know the the team has 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 reacted. We've asked for a reaction and we got a reaction. So. Uh, that's that's that, that's a sign of true character within the group, and you know, Mosa, you've been part of part of a, a winning team at Tux. You know, we've peaked at the right time. You know, there's mm. no point. You know, people are talking a lot about UJ. Listen, credit to them. Congrats to them for being top of the log. But no one looks at who's top of the log after four games. You know, at the end of the tournament. So, you know, mm. we we'll go. We'll keep going about our business quietly. Um, and yeah, if we're, I'm sh- I'm certain, and, and I'm pretty sure we'll find ourselves in the top four, and then we're two games away from lifting a trophy. Um, you know, as Jose Marini always says, you know, knockout football <laughs> is different to league football. You know, you can find yourself in a knockout knockout game. You prepare for that game specifically. You, everything else that you've done, everything else that you're going to do in the future means nothing. Everything mm. that matters is that knockout game. So our first task is to get to that semifinal. Once we get there, we'll handle that when it comes. Um, so, yeah, the media can talk. Uh, they've written us off already. And actually, quite frankly, I like that. They must write us off. That's, That's the same uh, conditions you had when we did um, uh, go on and uh, win the tournament, yeah. the first game. Um, it was a, a nightmare for us, actually, going yeah. out on the on the field. Well, a team that... Wonga's been quiet, man. Have you watched any game, man? Have you, have you seen anything? Have you seen any, no. any of the top bins? Have you ever seen the top bins? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I have seen the Look, 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 it's coming your way. Of course, he will amble away from this one. Uh, left and right footer. Just to keep the goalkeeper guessing. We wait to learn who will strike it. Five men all assembled. Selatola strolls up. Oh! How about that? Top bits, uh, as one would say, top bits, but uh, uh, that, that, that reaction was kind of like like a like a reaction. There was yeah. no, yeah, yeah, it was just like, yeah, so that one, that one, there, there was a lot happened. I'm not going to get into it, um, but a lot happened. Uh, Mosa, you know, uh, I have a former colleague, uh, in John. Uh, you know, he's a bit now. Um, a few, yes. a few former guys that, that we sort of uh, been with, and there was a lot of tension around the game. Something, some things that were happening in the boardroom that we don't really, I don't really want to get into now. Um, and it, and it, it came to a point where you know we, it was the 88th minute or the 87th minute, whatever, whatever it was. I said to myself, I've been here before, you know, I've celebrated goals like this at this time in the game and I've seen my ass, like we've conceded the <laughs> second to, to draw the game. So yeah. I, when I did celebrate, um, 
I I was very quiet. I had a bottle of energy in my hand and I threw it down <laughs> out of I don't know if it was anger, excitement. <laughs> and then I turned around and our facility manager was there and he was celebrating and I just gave him a wink and a smile and I said, Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Okay, it's okay. coming. So, um, but, but, yeah. but that's a that's a different celebration to the one we're about to see now. So you guys are probably thinking to myself that they <laughs> has some mooty going on, you know, pre-match mooty. We give him all the mooty uh, show just to make sure that his team wins in spectacular fashion in the last minute. I couldn't believe what I saw it yesterday, but if you guys haven't seen it, here it is. what he showed um in on monday's game but this is just yeah. no emotion the man was happy you know uh what was going through your emotions there because there you showed emotions there nah it's a, i think we were just so frustrated because uh, we've been on top of all the teams we've played especially in the first half and uh, it's a it's a big challenge that we're having with our players now not taking our chances and killing the game off especially in yeah. the first half because if you can go 2-0 up at half time you know the complexion of the game is completely different so i think for me what was so frustrating is that we 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 had the chances again we let VUT back in the game they got a few chances we got a few chances we scored a goal in the 88th minute uh, actually that you obviously didn't see in the clip but we had scored a goal and uh, they ruled it off um, for a handball, but it actually hit my captain's face. Uh, the ball hit oh. him in the face, went in, and the, the, the ref thought it was a, a handball. And we had celebrated something similar <laughs> was, to was that this, this, in the ADA. What, what Jason is saying. Is yeah. Jason is saying, yeah. Yeah. So we, and, and, and I felt like a bit of a fool. But then when we scored that one in the 91st, I was like, ah, come on. <laughs> uh, I need to enjoy this one. Also, because, boys, like, if I'm honest with you, you know, after seven games, I mean, after four games, if you go in with seven points, you know, you're giving yourself a chance. That also put us in the top four. So, mentally, going into a semifinal spot, into the next bubble, um, psychologically for the other teams, for our team, it's, 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 it's a good position to have. If we draw that game, we're sitting on sixth uh, or fifth, 
and it's not it's not the best position yeah. that we could have had. So, yeah. you know, we would have still been in it, but I think it was just also a culmination of the stress we had gone through over the last week. You know, to to score scored in that fashion um, was incredible, incredible, incredible moment. Um, there was no cameras. There was one journalist filming that goal. Um, so yeah, it was just it was just a nice way to end off the the the, the bubble and and set us up for a good encounter with UJ next. No, that's great. So when I, so just to wrap just to wrap up, uh, when, when are you going back into the bubble? So we go back in on Wednesday next week. Um, we play against UJ, top of the table um, team. Uh, I think they get in a little bit too loud at the moment, so we must just try to pull them back down to to earth a little bit. Um, so hopefully we can get a positive result there. I think if we can get a win, um, at, uh, we've got we've got one foot in the in the semi-finals. Play against KZN on on Friday, which are the whipping boys. If you want to look at it, uh, they are at the bottom of the log. They haven't won a game, but. Guys, if I'm very honest with you, this competition is a very even competition. Teams are beating everyone. You know, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if a UK sitting steal a few points off of one or two teams in the next couple of couple of games. So, yeah, I, I think the first focus is to get the three points, and then we'll we'll take it from there. It makes sense for what you mentioned because sometimes with the intensity of the amount of games you guys are playing in such a short space. To keep your performance at peak is very difficult. It's even uh, professionals uh, struggle with it and something they have to con uh, contextualize and think about. Um, yeah. You mentioned that you are looking to get towards your peak performance as uh, the tournament progresses. Yeah. How are you guys thinking about that with these bubbles and how that yeah. kind of affects your training and your focus? Yeah, I mean, listen, Musa, like, if I'm honest with you, you've played the game you can't be training too much with when you're in the bubble, especially if you're a starter. You know, you, there, there's certain players in the squad that know they're starters and they're important to the team. Um, everyone's important. Don't get me wrong. If any of my players are looking, are watching, but you, you do get, you do get, um, you do get players that are, are regulars, if you want to call them that. And mm. you know, we got to manage that situation. You can't be playing. 90 minutes, four times in seven days and expect for the, mm. the performance to be 100% correct um, or 100% perfect. So what we try and do is try and keep the players as fresh as possible. The recovery is important. Sometimes the sessions have been walkthroughs, like literally moving the ball while players are walking, not like not even mm. running because mm. fresh legs is everything in this tournament. Um, the only time we're going to be able to play our freshest team is game one, game five, and final. Um, mm. The rest is all back-to-back. -back. Um, mm. So in terms of the preparation, we're doing a lot of analysis. We, we, we're trying to break things down for players so they can see it. Um, mm. And, you know, trusting the squad and making a few changes where we need to to freshen up certain areas within the team is something that I think we get in right because if you can freshen up departments, um, you might find that, that that sort of wins you the game because if you play in a certain eleven every single game, you're going to you're going to break down. You're going to explode. Um, mm. Every team has a tipping point, you know, in terms of load. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 it is exciting. It it is demanding. Um, I always said that the fittest team is going to come out here, and I think we've got the fittest team. We've got uh, <laughs> the sports science is working, champ. Yeah, you know, you remember, <laughs> you remember Muzi. Do you remember Muzi? Muzi Maluleka, yes, the bodybuilder. Uh, oh, Maluleka, okay, yeah. 
Yeah, um, he's he's got a master's in uh, football sports science, and he's okay. his his project is now to work with me and try and get this team as fit as possible. So yeah, that's great. Incredible that's to see what he's doing, the work he's doing behind the scenes, top mm. notch. So it's not like listen, the team I have behind me. Um, in terms of staff is incredible. Jason, obviously, is going to give me shit on this show, but he's first class <laughs> presentations, breaking down the games. He can, he see, he's, I'm the one who's getting emotional. He's the one keeping me calm. My other assistant, uh, Vieira, um, is also just uh, me and him are like uh, flipping energizer bunnies, and he's the one there. Doesn't celebrate goals. He does. He calls it the Steve Barker fist pump. He does this, and then he sits down. And <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's that's. So we complement each other. We balance each other out, I guess. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's brilliant good. to hear. I'm glad Thank to hear you. he's pulling you back from fetching the, the ball in the goals there, my man. It looked like yeah. you're going the whole way to the goalkeeper's <laughs> goal. I actually thought about it. I was like, should I run right across the field there? But then I was like, hey, I might get some fans there from the directors the next day. But, uh, yeah, man. You had to, to keep it composed a bit. But we scored in the ni- Listen, we scored in the 91st minute yesterday. That ref played eight minutes added on time. So I still had oh, seven wow. minutes to endure, bro. Seven minutes Damn. to enjoy that. It must have been painful. It must have been painful. You know what painful, I mean? Like painful, no, but, painful. No, but that's all good. And but I think, uh, as you said, next week Wednesday obviously is your is your next round. So obviously, you know, we'll we'll, we'll watch your games and hopefully yeah. uh, you guys can do well um, and and get into the semi-finals. I think that's that's your I think that's your mandate from Goal Lounge TV. Goal Lounge yeah. TV. The mandate we're setting for you is to make semi-finals. We know Tax haven't given you a mandate. Me, I'm saying you must win this thing, champ. Yeah, I don't know. Must win the thing. I don't know. Congratulations and all the best for the next few rounds. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Listen, uh, yeah, long way to go. Um, but yeah, the, I'm proud of the boys. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, no. Let's uh, let's let's look at the Premier League fixtures for the weekend. Uh, Wanga, uh, oh, I was going to start. We're not going to chat about Ole. No, I was going to start about Nick's uh, Nick's fixture tomorrow, but let me give Nick uh, a bit of a break. You know, uh, he needs to uh, rest his vocal cords, so he'll, he'll come up uh, after after Wonga. Uh, but Wonga, uh, you're facing uh, Burnley, another team. I think that 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 uh, we could consider uh, a team that's inferior to you, uh, similar to to a Norwich, um, and obviously you beat them one 0 um, unconvincingly. So I think. Um, so what do you think? <laughs> uh, going into this weekend's game against the Burnley, against uh, against Chris, you want what though? Is that convincing? Yeah, yeah. In terms of the score, yeah, I would say it's unconvincing. But I think uh, the but... performance. I think the performance um, we deserve the win. I didn't watch a game, but Tim Krul nah. said that it's not what they deserved. I don't know. What? <laughs> Tim Krul <laughs> said that's not what they deserved. Ah, uh, Tim Krul. That's no, there's no way. He's crazy. We're all over them. Um, I got just, no, just take your three points and run. Don't shoot the messenger, bro. Take your three points and run. What do you think on Saturday? What do you think of this game? Look, I think, uh, as I said it before, um, if uh, a team like Burnley would give us problems, um, if we carried on playing the way we, we played beforehand, uh. Again, we don't know how our test is going to start this game, but if I, I, I mean, look, you've, I've, I've, I think you guys would agree with me. I mean, with, um, like if you look at a team like, uh, uh, like your, your, your Man City, your Chelsea, they've got a, they've got a back 
um, the, the, the two centre back pairings. It's, the, it's you find the best one. I mean, and then you don't you don't separate it. Liverpool lost um, Van Dijk, and obviously, I, I, I mean, a bunch of other people there. But I mean, they couldn't even find. They were always trying in the season. They were trying to find the correct uh, uh, pairing, and, and Arsenal Arsenal would do that, but they had all the players fit. You know, um, Liverpool, you could understand what the situation was. So I think then in Arsenal, we we played now against Norwich. It looked like um, it looks our defense looked better than the other times. Um, but now you see again, we're not. It's going to. I think Burnley would test us. I mean, those guys are going to bully you. They're going to throw in, throw in to them is it's a set piece uh, corner. They, they're going to try to score off their corners. That's where they score. I mean, that's where they they get their goals off. I mean, the free kicks. Uh, so I don't think it'll be an easy one for Arsenal. Um, they'll have to. I think up front we've got what it takes to score. But again, it's, it's the question is, will we deliver? We've only got one goal in four games. Um, Arteta feels positive. There's, there's positive news coming from Arteta. Um, but again, he's not obviously not going to go out there and say that you feel gloomy and uh, it feels difficult. But I think, um, yeah, they've, they've got a chance to stay positive and, and, and get the result. Uh, the, the, the next few games, we need results. We need results, especially against the Burnley. We said, we said before before we came on to, uh, uh, onto the show. You know, I think obviously uh, Musa and I obviously were making a joke the fact that you know you guys are not playing tonight. But just 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 that as a factor, do you think that will help you guys this season? You know, I remember there was a season where I think uh, Chelsea didn't uh, play European football, and I think that's the season they won under under Conte. Um, so do you think uh, such a situation could help Arsenal to get into a top six? Yeah, look, it it, it should. So it should. That's why I, I, I was very. Also, that's why I was also very disappointed with the start that we had. Uh, but maybe now we'll see when the Champions League games come in. It was um, uh, there was also Liverpool as well. I think Liverpool when they were with Brendan Rodgers, they went in the the, the Champions League. Guys can correct me if I'm mistaken. Um, and they went they went they went far um, um, during that season as well. They also had that time when they were out, and they they mm. I mean they managed to use that time okay and to come back. You know, this is, it was still a steady progress, but I mean, year after year, they got better and better and eventually winning Champions League and the league. Um, now, Arsenal in the I same do, position. I'm just I do hear that that, that consideration of like uh, teams having to go to Champions League and um, finding some challenges when they do travel back into the Premier League and um, they, their performance does win after some, some a couple of games in the Champions League and a couple of games in the league. Uh, but I don't think that's Arsenal's problem at all. I think um, mm-hmm. you know, and in, 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 uh, even if they were, they, they, first of all, they can't play in Champions League because they're not close to being as good as, enough. And um, <laughs> and Hard even fact. if Hard even fact. if um, they 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 were they, they 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 even if they don't have that issue of being in Champions League, I think they have bigger problems. Which uh, aren't, it looks like the players are fatigued or something's wrong. But it's 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 not from traveling. It's it's more from what is ever happening in that camp and in that stuff. You see, I think for me, sir, again, I always say it, I think Arsenal's problem lies in the the intensity which they play against Norwich. Um, I mean, it's that was like a that was like a final, you know. I mean, obviously the pressure behind you, like, look, you've just lost three games. Um, now you're playing Norwich, and I think that's going to everyone's head. And maybe yeah. I'm hoping. That's not the only thing that's driven them, you know, because now they've okay, now they've got the win. Now the question is, can you do that? I mean, I'll be happy if I saw that 80% of the games, you know. Mm. Uh, but last season, you'd get matches. Uh, most of our matches were played. Arsenal always looked 
lackadaisical. It's not. It's not Arsenal. I remember. It's, it's you just. If I, I just need to see them trying to win, and also a different. Also, what was also different to the game as well, and I, I've mentioned it before, is we've always. I've always said that the fans need to get behind our team, uh, not just when we're winning or when it's a draw and it looks like we're going to score. They need to always get behind our team. This week, uh, last week, they were behind. The, you could hear the fans. You could actually hear the Emirates Stadium. It's usually quiet. This time, you could hear the Emirates Stadium. Guys getting behind the the the, the players. And eventually, I mean, we, we finally broke uh, broke the goal. But I just want, I wonder what would have happened if we went down. Would the fans have been the same? We're like, ah, same story, and then just dip out, you know? Um, the, I think the fans also have a, have a huge, huge role to play. Uh, the it's guys fine. that are there in the stadium um, when we do play uh, home. Uh, so I wanted to I wanted to touch on something that that Okito uh, said here um, is that uh, you know I guess when we we're talking about the rest, he says it should help. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, she doesn't see them getting a top six. Uh, and, and yeah, I think that's some, some of the sentiments that Musa has shared as well. Uh, but I just want to mm-hmm. just at least greet everyone who's, 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 who's commented. Jason, uh, the assistant coach, he's uh, Carlos Curios 2.0 probably, uh, to say Alex Ferguson, <laughs> if, if Nick does win. Uh, then, uh, then some other guy called Claudio Barrera. I don't, know, I don't know him. I'm not familiar with him, but he seems like a Liverpool fan. Uh, and then we've got Pums, uh, Mr. Regular, <laughs> and then Koketsu here as well. Uh, but yeah, if anyone is watching, uh, share your comments uh, on the topics that we do share. And obviously, we'll try and engage as best as possible. Hit a like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, yeah. tell your family, tell everyone, tell your kids to subscribe, all of them, everyone to subscribe. Uh, we've got a, quite a diverse uh, group of people. And as Mosa would say, as Mosa would say, shout out, shout out, shout, shout out, out, shout out, <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> I think uh, her, her view of Arsenal is exactly the view I have. Like, um, you know, even if the guys were well rested, they had two weeks off be- before every game. I still don't think they're good enough to make it to a uh, top six position. Worth all good, the yeah. other top four teams traveling. Kukito saying there that uh, Arsenal fans are, are supportive. Look, uh, yo, I, I I would disagree because when it's uh, when we're winning, they'll be there, you know. And I'm talking about in the stadium now. But if we're losing, mm, I've I it's very like if you look at the other teams, look at Liverpool, so, look so at every uh, weekend, Man United, look at Chelsea in, in in their in their home grounds. If if they were if they were to go goal down, just listen. To I mean the the support behind them, uh, yeah, and I think yeah, then yeah. you'd say I mean Arsenal if Arsenal go down and it's seventy minutes and yeah we're playing a, a team that we should be winning against ah you see guys walking at the stadium well this ah nah bro got uh, it's a long way home uh, this ticket is quite expensive because it's disappointing me they expected a goal and they're out but one thing I wanted uh, to mention uh, uh, is right though take a one 0 bro take your one yeah just take Arsenal, yeah. Bro. I played VT today, yesterday. I took take one nil. Ninety first. You took a one nil. You took a one nil. You're about to take the ball from in the center there as well. <laughs> you take a one nil easily. Take a one nil. Hey, if you gave if you gave Arteta four one nil one nil uh, results of performances in a row, he would take it, bro. No, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think it's yeah. if, if we it's just for me like now I mean not even now I mean all the time it's, just, it's about soccer I mean you that's what soccer is about it's the double you know because now if he wins four nil uh, four nil tomorrow I mean this weekend and then the other games it's uh, it's it's losses it, it just doesn't matter it's, it's all about for me it's just about the win about the win getting over the line and then one thing I wanted to mention was I mean we did ask about a Jack Wilshire and stuff um, and then yeah. Arteta came out they asked him today. 
Um, and he said, <laughs> they asked, what did he say? He said, oh, the club's going to, the, the club knows him. Um, they was known for a long time as a good guy and they would do anything to, to, to help him, you know. Um, so what they're trying to do at the moment is trying to, they're sitting down the track and they're trying to understand what it is um, that, he, that he needs uh, right now. And then they asked him uh, the possibility of him signing, and he said, "Oh!" And he chuckled. He chuckled, and he said, uh, "We can't, we can't jump. Uh, let's not jump there." Um, at the moment, we're talking with him. Yeah, let's How not do you feel about and he, and he career? Me? How is it? Uh, yeah, how is it? Uh, oh, did, has it worked out? What has it panned out? Sad. Yeah, sad. look, we do spoke about it on Tuesday. I think, yeah, it's, uh, I think the, everyone comes to the conclusion that it, it is sad. Um, he, him deciding to leave. Uh, look, I mean, it's life, bro. You make decisions. You could have stayed, could have gone. He made a choice. He's lived with it. Uh, but I just think he mustn't um, uh, feel sorry for himself. I mean, he made a decision. It, it's, it happens in football. The stories we see, uh, like your Ronaldo's, your Messi's, your Neymar's, guys, that's, I think it's even less than 5% um, of, 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 of the soccer players, you know. Those, it's, it's very rare. Um, I mean, according to stats, for players to even finish a career for someone to even have a ten-year career—that's mm. incredible. Uh, even though that uh, we—that's we, the only thing that we see. Um, I mean, that's the thing that's advertised to us and seen in our face. That's very rare, guys. Very rare. Um, I think the common thing is maybe like a six-year, five-year. That's those are the common things you see uh, in football. So I think Jack, it happens. He's a good. He was a good player. Um, if he plays again, he must just be good enough to play for the team. That's just my opinion. Yeah, no. I think I think I think I think Nick 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 wouldn't mind taking him there at Newcastle. Uh but yeah, Nick, uh you've got you've got a, you've got a, you've got a, you've got an interesting fixture to uh fixture tomorrow night uh, against the team I think that you've you've consistently uh questioned some of their tactics uh, yeah. <laughs> in certain games and yeah, and I think they they they've started the season uh, similarly to you. Yes, they've they probably had um uh bigger games to play, but uh, they've mm. obviously not 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 gotten that much points from the the first four games. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, what do you think of the game? Listen, I've been quite vocal about Leeds. Uh, I, I still, like, I, I watched him against Liverpool and just, I don't understand it. Like, you know, sometimes you have to put your hands up and say the team that you're playing against is better than you, yeah. you know, and and, yeah. and show that little bit of respect. And, and you know, you can play for a result. You know, these smaller teams have, have proven that, you know, you can play against your Chelsea's, your Arsenal's, your... Oh, wait, sorry, Arsenal's in the smaller team category. Um, <laughs> uh, you could play your, your Chelsea's, your Man United, your Man City. Sorry, Wongo. <laughs> and and you, can, you, can, you can grind a result out if you are a little bit, you know, what's the word? Like, I don't, I don't want to use pragmatic, but a little bit more conservative in your approach. You know, they still call tendencies that leads can actually throw out to to oppositions um if they want to in terms of their pressing in terms of their expansiveness but there are moments in games where i feel they could just you know tighten it up and 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 take a bit of pressure for 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 15 20 minute spells if need be you know um but you know from from a Newcastle perspective, you know, it's just another game for us. Uh, it's a lottery. You know, we could show up. I thought we were <laughs> quite good. I thought we were quite good up until we conceded the second goal against Man United. Uh, I don't know mm. if, if, if Silo agrees. I think we kept our shape well. We were yeah, creating well. chances. We were creating well, chances yeah. on the transition. 
Um, I wouldn't say Ronaldo was the difference on the day. I think Man United probably would have won anyway. Um, but in terms of, yeah, our keeper probably probably killed us a little bit. But if you do... But it was the right right time for him to score that goal as him being there back at the club, the second goal. Oh, no. Get back in advantage. 100%. Listen, I think Mm. the the stars were written for Man United to to score four goals and smash Newcastle. You know, at the end of the day, that's that. But, Mm. you know, I look at just what's been going on at the club. You know, Steve Bruce was questioned as to... Did he take a holiday? Uh, I don't know if you guys heard the story. He went on <laughs> holiday. Yeah, he, he took a... The man took a holiday, bro. He took a, a four-day holiday during the... No, during the international break. Um, and then when asked about it, when asked about it, um, it was the, the, the newspaper that is from Newcastle, the Chronicle. Yeah. Um, he hammered the newspaper article and he says, you want to know why the fans are against me? It's because of the, the rubbish that you write and I'm not going to answer your question. Why couldn't he just answer the question? Why couldn't he just say, no, nah, I was on holiday or I wasn't on holiday? So obviously he's got a bit of a madness. madness. So I mean, you play in Man United, you play in a Man United with Ronaldo in your team and you take a holiday uh, days, <laughs> nine days, nine days before, and I'm like, my man, like, come on, like, you're taking us for, a, you're taking us for a joke. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm always optimistic. What I like about Newcastle in in these moments is when the fans are back at the stadium and they're cheering on our exciting players and the players that really want to fight for the club, regardless of the situation. So yeah. you see in your say maximum, like literally trying his best, you know, I thought he was incredible for that goal we scored. Um, you know, Almiron, uh, you know, um, there's players there that, that actually want to fight for the team. Um, but unfortunately, we've got a leader that's, you know, I must be careful what I say because I'm also in a hot seat myself. But I just don't fall, see, yeah. yeah, but I just don't see that sort of, I just think he's a little bit ancient. You know, I think he needs to, he needs to, you know, you know if I had so many bad results, I, I probably would have walked. I probably would have walked, especially if it's a team I support. Because I don't want to see the team I support do. You know, and, you know, I saw an incredible stat. After 80 games, we had conceded um, under Benitez. I think we had conceded 79 goals. Um, After 80 games with Bruce, we've conceded 132 goals. So whoever whoever can sit there and tell me that Benitez is is the same as Bruce or Bruce is the same as Benitez is joking, is lying to himself. Uh, look, at what, say, look at what uh, Everton did. A, look at what Everton did on Monday uh, to to Burnley. They were flipping yeah. hot, man. They were hot. I was say, Kevin, uh, how's it? How's it going? Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining what us, up, again. Kevin. Uh, you, you've been MIA. But look at what, what he up, says. What is that is the fact that uh, Stevie Bruce has the worst win percentage in EPL history. Yeah. And for a coach yeah. to be still in a job, uh, still yeah. being offered jobs in the Premier League, mm. you know, he was mm. he was in the Championship when he was offered this job. Uh, I think yeah. it was Sheffield Wednesday. Was it Sheffield yeah. Wednesday? Right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah. They start relegated to to the to League One. Um, he didn't really do much with that team. Um, I don't know. Has he has he ever promoted a club? No. So he's got. I think he's got the best record with promoting teams. So, promoting teams. Okay. Um, so from you know, listen. Give him his credit. He's he's done his done what he's done in football. But 
I said it a few weeks ago. The Premier League is finally getting rid of its dinosaurs. You know, Roy Hodgson was the most recent one. Sam Allardyce has been for the job. Yeah. Um, and, and the last one is Steve Bruce. And I mean, like, we've seen a league of exciting managers. You've got Thomas Tuchel at, and, yeah. at, 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 at Chelsea. You've got uh, Klopp. You've got young managers at Wolves, um, at, at Spurs. You know, Benitez mm-hmm. coming back, who's won the championship. Even like Watford. That, even Watford. That is, is, is you know, that for manager, me, that's yeah. the difference. You know, like the fans just want to try. I keep saying it. We want to try. But let me talk about this game quickly. Like for me, um, it's a it's a bit of a hit and miss. I think Leeds are, can be there for the taking if our best players can can show up. But we're also mm-hmm. very vulnerable. So unfortunately, we need to stop conceding goals. Um mm-hmm. and I think Callum Wilson's gonna be a big miss. I see we we lose him for the for at least four to five games i think it is mm. so they, there's our goals for you you know we don't have goals then so um it, it, it might be it's nice to have the premier league back and you guys are playing against leeds and I'm, i'll be excited for a friday night game i'll have my beer you know i'll be very loud on tuesday if we win but you know what it's, it's a bit of a hit and miss for me i can see us winning i can see us drawing i can see us losing like it just depends what mm. what what shows up on the day to be honest with you okay that's 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 cool I'm just thinking or pondering how's Leeds uh, been looking at going forward because uh, generally they were sacrificing a lot of their defensive work um, or a lot of their defensive stability to actually be more expressive going forward and score a lot of goals. That's why you could see the likes of Bamford yeah. um, featuring. This season has been, um, I haven't seen them score as many goals. Yeah, I think, I think, in the also, first opening games. I think also if you look at it, their, their game model is is based on pressing so they press high up the pitch which leaves holes naturally at the back because if you're pressing high and you don't press as a unit generally there's space in behind for them for teams to exploit so i think teams have worked out how to bypass their press first and foremost or they're playing a little bit more direct against a team like Leeds. Like, if you look at Man United's goals, I think three of the five goals that they scored against um, against uh, Leeds were on the transition. They had absorbed them, absorbed them, yeah. absorbed them, won them off their pressing or, or, or their mistake within the front uh, forward third, and then, boom, they were gone. Um, mm. So, yeah, that that's that, I think that's sort of the... the but, but, I mean, I get, again, I said, every team has their one-year bounce, you know? There's always one hmm. team from the from the from the championship that come. They have a great season, and you might see Leeds struggle this year. But they are they have a good squad, and they've got a great manager. So it will be interesting I, I, to see. You, you know, with Leeds, it's it's so interesting because last season I feel that they have they had two different parts of the season. First first part of the season they were open, they just want to attack and millions of goals and everything. And then second part of the season was that little run they had where they played a United and drew. They played a uh, Liverpool and drew. Uh, they beat Arsenal, they beat um, Spurs, you know what I mean? And they had a little yeah. good run where those wins were 1-0s or 1-1s or 0-0s, yeah. you know what I mean? They weren't mm. like 3-3 or anything like that. And I think or five, or six they, threes they, or... they need to go back to whatever they were doing in that part where they even beat Man City away from home. You know, they need to go back into into what did they do right at that point in time yeah. for them to, to do well at that time and try to replicate it now because... In this, as, as you say, as Jason says, there's that uh, um, some of the teams have figured them out, and yeah. if you know that Leeds set up this way, you can obviously you know beat them. You know, so they need. To I do think the out. problem that Leeds also have, and no, no, no offense to any of their fans, but I think a lot of them thought 
okay, well, we finished ninth or whatever it was. We yeah. can kick on to, to, to European football. Six, but as yeah. Jason say, says, you know, you've got that second-year syndrome. They actually need to stabilize for at least half of the this season, try and stabilize, yeah, yeah. get to 40 points as quickly as possible, and then yes. look for ambitions sure. of potentially going to a, to, a, to a top whatever it is, to a top six or a top seven. So mm. I think they need to just rein it in a little bit. Get safe because they've been there before. They know, you know, they're not big. They're not too big to get relegated. Newcastle were, in my opinion, too big to get relegated. They were relegated twice. No team is too big to get relegated. So Wonga, just watch out. Um, yeah, I actually, echo, I actually echo that same advice too, Wonga. Like honestly, same thing. Before they can fix and uh, change a lot of things at Arsenal, they have to first. Make sure they're safe, man. I think um, they can't just ride on the name to believe that they, 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 they're going to yeah. be able to get their 40 points. Str- guys, stranger things has, have happened in football, eh? Stranger things have mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> no, you would never think Juve would have got relegated or whatever it was, demoted. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. something rubbish. Uh, but yeah, yes. uh, speak, speaking about the, the, uh, the family club, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind uh, seeing the family club uh, be relegated uh, and see the meltdown from Claudio. Uh, but uh, this is an interesting game. Uh, I think that obviously Crystal Palace got their first uh, win of the season uh, against mm-hmm. uh, against a good Spurs team. Um, I think obviously the confidence will be, smashed will be high. Three nil. No. Yeah, three nil. No. Yeah, three no. was, uh, was was a hammering. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, what do you, what do you guys think of this game at, at Anfield? Do you think Crystal Palace have a chance? They did look like a better team uh, against Tottenham um, uh, when they did uh, win that game. You know, they had a lot better possession. They had a lot uh, more... Ex- um, uh, they were being more expressive and actually trying to open up the game a lot more than Tottenham. They were even frustrating Tottenham players so much so that there was that uh, red card that came out um, uh, in the game as well. So I think Crystal Palace, they always pose a threat. Uh, the players that they have, the staff that they have are good enough to, to um, keep people on their toes. But with what I've seen of uh, Liverpool, especially with the Champions League victory, um, I think they are really figuring it out. They're coming to become uh, the Liverpool of old, you know, where you could see their depth and their quality and their strength in kind of like um, pulling a result out of the game. Um, It's an AC Milan team, which uh, is also very experienced, uh, very, very good players. They can travel well. They're Italian by, by nature. And that Liverpool uh, team still grinded out a result and they did it very, very well in front of that um, um, uh, the home fans. So I think it's exciting. Very, very exciting to see what um, uh, Liverpool... <laughs> Pumlani says that has an idiot. He's such an interesting player. Yeah, he's such an interesting player. Why? <laughs> I don't know why I say he's an idiot, but, but Wonga, Wonga, uh, what do you think of your former <laughs> captain, man? Uh, you know, one of the greatest midfielders that ever played in the Premier League. You know, what do you think of him so far as a coach um, of, of Palace, uh, of, of, of what you've seen? Look, I mean, I, I, I didn't see uh, much of the Crystal Palace game, but I mean, um, obviously, we know that uh, um, I think Vieira is taking on uh, sort of the same thing that he played under, <clears throat> and that's um, that's the attacking football, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think to get uh, and it's a change to the way the Crystal Palace uh, uh, played, you know. And I think it also does sort of suit the players that are in the team as well, especially the, I mean the 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 the, uh, the, the forwards as well. 
Mm. Uh, take uh, not convincing for me, but I mean, yeah, I, I think you can do a job somewhere. Uh, there. I mean, just play. I mean, you probably as a as an option of doing. I mean, changing it up. I mean, uh, when they when they're going forward. Um, but I think um, in terms of, I mean, Vieira. Look, it's it's a three 0 win. It's his first win in the Premier League. I think it's too early to say anything. To be fair, um, but it's for for me. I I like the fact that um, you know he's, he's he's going out there and, and he's trying. He's trying. trying to he, he's, yeah, he's putting his he's putting his foot forward. And he's like, look, this is mm. what he wants, and this is what he wants. He's not he's not uh, trying to shy away from it, and you know, and trying to be careful about it. And mm. that's the kind of guy he was. Um, that's the kind of guy he was at Arsenal. Something Arsenal I don't think we'll see um, in my lifetime again. But yeah, <laughs> it's exciting for me because, like, um, you know, Vieira is that type of uh, player where, yes, he probably coaches team to be a lot more offensive and attacking. But um, uh, the difference between his team and Elite's team is he'll be very aware of his opponent. So he'll be yeah. very respectful and kind of yeah. manage that game. Yes, go out and attack, but also manage. Uh, phases in the game where their team, the other opponents are going to be a better team, and mm. I think he has that um, psyche about him, which he, uh, yeah, will be exciting yeah. to see if no, you uh, put it onto the team. Yeah, no, that's true. No, I think I think it will be interesting. And and uh, just to touch on something that Jason said, that you know their their new signing scored two goals, um, you know, on his debut. Uh, Edward, <laughs> um, you know, obviously they signed him from Celtic, and I think it does happen where 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 team. That you don't expect to maybe sign a certain type of striker that gets that striker, but I think it's sometimes as well is that the Premier League there's so much money that uh, Crystal Palace can sign a, an Edward from Celtic, you know, whereas uh, you know maybe a team like West Ham needs a striker that doesn't sign a striker, you know. Uh, but yeah, I guess that and that's the competitiveness of the Premier League. You get good players in, in every single team in the Premier League. You'll get quality players, and you ask them, you ask yourself, how did they sign that player, you know? Uh, but yeah. Uh, next, and it's going to be interesting. Is... Sorry, yeah. with, with with him and uh, Benteke, there's actually going to they're actually going to have to both improve, right? Like, yes, he comes he comes as being the the, the highest goal scorer in his league uh, pr- previous two seasons. Benteke but ben, mm. Benteke, yeah, Benteke is there, right? And you can uh, teams can actually mold themselves around Benteke, right? That that um, um, lanky, tall striker that you get the ball up to, and then everybody else plays around him. If they're going to change the model, the other striker has to be exceptional, right? If, if he's not going to hold it up and he's going to be running off the shoulder, he has to be scoring and that's going to be a proper threat in terms of Benteke's place in the team, in my view. I, I won't lie. I don't want to call Musa. Uh, sorry, but you know, for me, uh, Benteke, <laughs> guys, he's a, you know, <laughs> you know, a donkey. <laughs> you know, guys. Nick, I've watched Nick, him. Would, I've watched him. Nick, would you um, take Ben Tekken your team? I'll take him tomorrow. Exactly, man, guys. He's, a, he's got the box. He's lethal, in the, he's lethal in the air. What uh, else do you I need? Think, uh, I think they'll fight. I think they'll give defenders I think a tough time. All. I think that's all he can offer you for uh, no genuine the air. He's, he's he's brilliant. I, I won't lie to him. What can time, can he offer? So he can't offer you more than what you've got currently at Arsenal. <laughs> With your one goal. No, no. <laughs> Use your strike is even Bamiyang and Lacazette are like he's not, fucking He's wingers. not gonna offer us anything with what he's got. There's no reason. He'll need constant uh, supply. He's not gonna get that from us. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, but let's 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 move on to, to, to yeah. Sunday's fixtures now. Uh yeah, my team. 
Uh, Man United going into a, a tough game at, uh, at, at what's this, the Olympic Stadium against uh, West Ham. Who Very are tough game. Listen, all you well, need is Jesse Lingard to play. You'll get an assist definitely for West Ham. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> might even get another uh, goal for West Ham. So West Ham is beating. West Ham is beating 2-0. West Ham is beating 2-0 against Dinamo Zagreb. Uh, in I see Spurs are drawing 2-2 with Ren. Away from home, so so yeah, so so West Ham obviously are, are, are traveling to what uh, uh, what's West Ham playing? Yeah, Zagreb, obviously, they're in Croatia right now. So I think, yeah, you know, um, you know, we always talk about the traveling back, you know, on a, on a uh, from a Thursday evening game in, in Eastern Europe, you know, so they're in Eastern Europe currently in Croatia. Uh, it'll be an interesting game. I think the one benefit that May United does have, uh, going for it is the fact that uh. Uh, Mikel Antonio is suspended for this game. He got a red card in the first mm. game. Um, all those people in fantasy football are going crazy because it was a minus one for them. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I think it will be an interesting game. More than anything, I think my coach needs to uh, show us uh, something. It is to show Go us to something. It is to show us. It is. It is. It is to show us a bit of something. But I think what often happens is that after setbacks, um, the next performance. I don't know what he does or what he says. Um, it, it it does change. But but there's a lot of concerns in the in, in the fan base. Um, the concerns that we've always had, and I think some other people in the fan base that weren't maybe didn't look at it the way that other fans were looking at. Are now becoming aware of some some of the things that that the other side of the fan base have been saying in terms of the style of play, you know, in terms of you know just just what is our style of play? You know, we, we had two shots on at goal um, against a young boys team. We only got a red card in the 37th minutes. So for 37 minutes, we had 11 v 11. We only had two shots at goal um, against a young boys team, guys. I, I'm not being disrespectful to, to young boys, but but when you go down to 10 men, guys. You still need to um, take possession of the ball, you know what I mean, and, and then have a have a plan, you know. Whereas we park the bus, yeah. we park the bus, you know what I mean, and, and I think that's the way, that's the wrong way to go about Is it. Is this the and first I, time uh, Bafana Bafana has beaten Man United? I'm sure Bafana Bafana can punish United right now. I saw that joke going around. <laughs> uh, you're, out but, yeah. bubble, so you're out of the bubble, sir. You're out of the bubble. So, yeah, the boys, the boys, United. But yeah, I think, yeah, man, it will be interesting to see. And uh, it's very frustrating, man. I think, yeah, it's, 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 it doesn't give you much confidence um, in, mm. in the coach. And you leave, you leave asking yourself a lot of questions. But it will be interesting. West Ham is always a, a, a tough team to play against. David Moyes always wants mm. to prove a point. Um, and let's see if Jesse Lingard gets an assist in the right direction this time. What I'm interested to see though, get a with goal. this whole situation, <laughs> with this situation with Ronaldo being there, I, I've been thinking about it over the last couple of days. But like, Ronaldo, wherever he's been, he's had a massive say with regards mm. to like, not not how the clubs run, but like he he's a big voice to listen to, especially if you're an owner or you're a CEO or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, like I'm trying to think about like if I'm Ronaldo and I'm listening to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer talk to me, I'm like, really, dude. What like, does he know? 
Like, yeah, it's going like, to be that thing of like, ah, uh, this guy doesn't like, know. I, I, do, I also do think, I do think he's got respect. Like, I do think he's got a level of respect. But if results start to go bad, a guy like Ronaldo, if he starts to turn on you, hey. Then, you lose everybody. Hey, then, then you start to lose everyone. So, like, yeah, I feel for him, true. he's got to get it right more often than not because, you know, He's got big personalities in that change room. He does, let alone uh, Ronaldo. You've got Fernandez. You've got Maguire. You've got Pogba. Uh, Ferran. I mean, Ferran. You know, De Gea. You know, you've got guys there that are that are born winners. And at the end of the day, if you're not going to get them playing to the right style to win you football matches, you know, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble as a coach. And especially if. If they begin to lose confidence in the coach, right? Like the coach, yeah. he can have a game plan and sometimes the, the sharpness and the edge from the players isn't there, but the players still believe in whatever the coach is doing. Mm. There are, there are it, times with Ole where it's like, it, it looks frustrating for us as fans, where I feel as a, pers- as a general fan, I could probably make better decisions than him in terms of his coaching abilities. Right. But there, there are also times where you can't see like, Players uh, that uh, play at the highest um, uh, levels, they need coaches that come in with a philosophy and an approach. And then the players execute on that because they know what they, what they're expecting from each other and what they're trying to achieve. Where is it, Ole? I don't know if, if it's that aspirational for the best players in the world to say, look, I see what Ole is about. I see his philosophy and I'm going to work my butt off to actually achieve it. Where they probably do it for Zidane, they probably do it for Klopp, they probably do it for Mourinho. Um, they, they, that type of dynamic where the, the players would have to mold and rethink and reshape themselves to be part of the philosophy. Where it's it's not evident right now at Man United. Yeah, no, I, yeah, man. It's uh, it's got a lot to do, and also the 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 the, the questions are, are are being raised, which is which is good about his backroom stuff. You know, I think. Any manager needs to surround themselves with, with with the right backroom staff. You know, I think if you are not experienced uh, as a manager, you surround yourself with someone maybe who's got a bit of more experience, you know, or someone who does think a bit differently, or someone who was a different personality to you, you know, someone maybe who's who's um, hard and shouts and something. If you if you more you you know more reserved, you know, as as Nick said, his backroom staff, he's got a guy who just fist pumps him. Uh, does the steep block of his pump when, when they score? You know, then he's got then he's got Jason who keeps his emotions in check, and then you got Nick who's erratic and thinks wildly, you know, type of thing. Uh, you know, so it's a it's a it's a and they complement each other that way. They complement yeah. each other nicely, you know. So it's three different types of. I'll give you an, and I'll give you a nice example. I, I watch these uh, documentaries, All or Nothing. They have the football ones, obviously Spurs and Man, Man City, but I've watched the American football ones and. Uh, what was quite interesting, there was a, uh, a team, I, I think it might have been the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken. Is there a Ravens? Is there a team, the Ravens? American football? I don't know. Sounds, anyway. Sounds like a um, this coach was uh, given the job, and he's a young yeah. coach. Like, Baltimore Ravens. Very Baltimore young, Ravens, yeah. yeah. And he decided, he's like, I'm getting the most experienced coach in NFL history to come be my assistant. To humble yourself down like that. You know, where you can be in a position where you feel that I can bring someone who's potentially a threat to come and help the team and the club mm. do well. Mm. I think mm. that's what he needs. He needs someone with a lot of experience to come and work with him, to groom mm. him because and he's still a young him. coach. And help him. And, you know, and how many guys would do that? I don't know. I don't know if that could work in football, but 
Um, you know, I agree. You know, I look at I look at the, you got Carrick there, who's also learning his trade. He's You've got yeah. um, who's McKenna, the other old man McKenna, there? Uh, feeling, 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 feeling. Ah, feelings like Bruce, man. They must go retire. Exactly. <laughs> and then they like, got McKenna. They got McKenna, who used to be the under uh, the reserve team coach. He's also yeah. young. You know what I mean? So you got two. So you got him and uh, him and Carrick are I think forty or thirty nine or whatever. Uh, 40, 39, 40, and then you got Solskjaer at 40, 48. You need, you know, if, if you look at what Sir Alex Ferguson had, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson had in the past had, had Steve McLaren, cool, you know, probably Steve McLaren as a head coach was not great, but as an assistant, yeah. he was a good assistant he's coach. He was a good This guy's top, I want to. Exactly. You know, Carlos Kiros was a great assistant. Another assistant coach that did well as well at Maynard was a guy called Rene Mullenstein. He was a, yeah, Dutch, yes. a, a Dutchman. Um, he was a great assistant coach, you know I mean? Uh, at the time when Rooney and Berbatov were, were there, he's the one who was assistant coach when he won the Champions League in 2008. So, you know, mm -hmm. so you got yeah, yeah, quality man, uh, uh, assistant managers who are helping out in the backroom staff. But now you've got other guys who are, um, you know, not really helping. There's no identity in the team. And I think that's that's the part with United that I'm struggling with. We need to have an identity, um, you know, form an identity so we can at least, uh, as the fans, when they watch, we can say, hey, this is how Man United are playing today. Um, and at least be proud. Even if you lose, I'm not saying that Man United can't lose. You can lose, but at least at least lose having tried and say, hey, guys, the other team, the goalkeeper just had a great game and we were just right. unlucky with a red card or ref was stupid or whatever. But you can't say that you can't say that about this last game. Our performance and our tactics were just wrong. And I think, yeah, let's see what happens in this in this next game. And obviously, as I said, there's toughest challenges to come. Um, and yeah, and whatever Wang has got on his side there. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 jump into the to the to the to the to the, to the big fixture. <laughs> let's jump into the big fixture. It's a big fixture of the weekend. Um, I was struggling to do it Spurs, there for a second. Spurs, Spurs yeah. versus Chelsea. Uh, what's up? Your team is, uh, is 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 facing, uh, 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 I guess, can you say a wounded a wounded team in the fact that uh, obviously they lost three 0 and and as as London saying, Derby, it was two two, and it's, it's a right London now, Derby, yeah. Right the now, two big, the two big London teams. teams. Yeah, exactly. The two big the London one. teams. <laughs> the two biggest, the two biggest London teams. You guys, you guys, but you guys remember last season? The, we, we the, the, the two competing for top four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, man, I'm oh, very excited about, about this London derby. Um, it, it 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 is uh, tricky waters because you know it is a, a Tottenham that has been wounded, and you know sometimes in football a team that's just been punished like that they want to bounce back as quick as possible, um, and and show their value and show their worth. They've got a Harry Kane in there who's always going to be menacing, who's always going to be somebody that you kind of have to prepare for and plan your 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 approach on the day for so that you don't give him any type of space and opportunities to enjoy himself or get on the ball too much, which is um, something for us to deeply consider as a club. Uh, we are coming off of a high. I think uh, our performances as uh, a team and uh, individuals, there have been good notes. Sal never had a, a really good game last week. Where yeah, that, was the, that was a rubbish performance, eh? Yeah, he was tired. He was off the pace. He was uh, giving. A, he was. He was trying to do a Lingard. He showed Lingard how to do it. And um, yeah, so it was good to see that you know we can actually we have the opportunity to make changes. And there's 
large impacts. Like a Jorginho, having that uh, type of player in the locker room is very, very uh, meaningful. If you have a, a Kante as well, I mean, imagine that, right? You've got a Jorginho and then is, you've got a is, Kante is, as an is, option. Is Kante being rested or is he injured? What's happening there? He was coming back from injury last that I checked uh, and it felt like two weeks ago they were rushing him uh, a little bit too much when we were playing in Liverpool. Um, he came in and the first half he was off the pace from what I could see. And um, yeah, it actually helped us to then go a man okay. down so that uh, we could make the change. Yeah, so so um, I think they, they were trying to bring him back too quickly uh, two weeks ago and then um, now I think it's it's more about Jorginho Saul's there but I don't think he's adapted I would have actually I, I in hindsight I thought uh, Tucho maybe made the wrong decision this past week in terms of trying out uh, Saul in the Premier League game and then getting Jorginho in the European League game because I would have reversed it around I would have uh, kept the uh, Premier League team the same with Jorginho in the mix and then brought Saul into the Champions oh, League game. The Champions League is, is the same, it's the same, same. Same, same. Yeah, exactly. He's played a lot more Champions League football. Champions League, yeah. He's played Champions Spanish League, football. Yeah. He's, yeah. The dynamic is a lot more closer suited for him mm-hmm. to make the transition into the team. Which, um, yeah, I, I I looked at that and thinking, okay, potentially this wasn't the greatest call from the coach. But yeah, I think. But a what great was call... interesting for me, Mosa, was that yeah. you guys didn't play your best football, but you still managed the to result, boy. You smashed yeah. them. Like, like, there were moments in that game where Villa were like, they were there, you know. They were they were applying a bit of pressure. Mm. Um, mm. Chelsea weren't, you can, like, be honest, like, they weren't the Chelsea they that you the know. But they, still mm. won, they still won by three goals. So, Emphatic. like, yeah. that, that's, that's, that's what you want, you know. You're not always going to be on, on point every game. And yeah. I think the fact that you could still... Uh, get a result like that after not playing your best football is just a great sign to 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 see what can still come. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's such a it's such a, a comforting thing to see your team uh, not performing to its best, but still be able to get results. Um, it, it really is comforting, and it's exactly what happened in the Champions League as well. You know, yes, it is Champions League. You do uh, have a little bit more respect for teams, and you do have teams which are really up for the occasion. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say we were flying on. Um, we were flying at ninety percent to ninety-five percent peak performance. I think we are still getting into the season, and uh, there's still a lot more. Um, 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 there's there's still a lot more to be refined in terms of how we approach it so, so, and the intensity so we bring. We, we might as well address the elephant in the room. Um, you know, so since we last saw you, three there's been three goals uh, by the man. Different point. Uh, you know, two in the Premier League and one and one in the Champions, Champions League. Since you were on the show, since you were last on the show, so I don't know. I don't know what you have you been impressed. With the goals he scored. I don't know. Me very impressed. Something. Yeah, very, very, very impressed. Uh, I must say, like. Uh, He's, he's definitely convincing me that he was the right uh, purchase. Still a little bit too expensive for my view, but you oh. can really see. Yeah, I mean, 100 million pounds is oh, it's not too much. Oh, no. but everyone yeah. is going to be a prize. <laughs> oh, so, no, Musa, let me ask yeah. you a question. Would you rather have Jack Grealish for 100 million pounds or Lukaku for 100 million pounds? Lukaku. 
we needed a striker. Yeah, we needed an out-and-out striker. We didn't need a, another ball player. We got Kai Havertz for almost the same amount of or 70 million last season. So we couldn't spend that amount of money on uh, another central attacking midfielder or um, midfield ball player. We needed a striker, an out-and-out. Timo Werner, I don't know when next we're going to see the lad playing, but... There's League Cup coming up next week, so hopefully some of the French <laughs> players, you know, maybe yeah. your, your, Jol- your Jolintons can play for Newcastle. Your, we got knocked out already, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Easy. different. He's already, already, already out. He's, guys, he's already out of the League Cup. Before, before the Big Boys Cup. You know, because it's a Big Boys Cup in at a certain time. He's already out before the Big Boys Cup. He's already out before the Big Boys Cup. That's a good place, boy. I wanted to say, uh, we've got Uncle, Uncle Drew here. Uh, I, I wonder what his real name is because Uncle Drew is Kyrie Irving's nickname. So, this guy must be a big basketball fan, but he's obviously talking about the all or nothing uh, docu- documentaries of Spurs and City. And as you know, this, se- this season they're covering Arsenal. So there's going to be. <laughs> Arsenal. People, I mean, Arsenal. People crying. People are doing Arsenal. It's going to be a drama. Nothing. It's going to be a drama. It's going to be nothing. Not all. Nothing. It's going to be nothing. Just nothing. Nothing in tough times. Oh my goodness! Uh, I am going to watch it. But 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 Nick Nick Nick, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, um, um, you know, being a being a being a being an English English fan, uh, in terms of your 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 captain uh, Harry Kane, he's been struggling for Spurs. The last game, uh, I couldn't believe the stat. He had no touches in the box. Um, yeah. Do you think that uh, what what went on in the summer has affected his start of the season? Yeah, I mean, Kane doesn't ever really have a great start to a season, though, does he? To be fair, yeah. like he does, he does need to get yeah, into it. But he, I, he never scores in August, apparently. August generally, yeah. yeah. But I mean, uh, listen, I think once Kane hits his straps, he will be a power to to sort of be reckoned with for the other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, however. You know, obviously, it would have played with his mind. You know, it also plays with his teammates. You know, like think about it. You know, imagine you're sitting in the change room. You've got a guy there you knew he wanted to leave. It's all over the all over the press, all over the media. Um, you know, you've got to also try and try and negotiate that situation. You know, do, does he want to play for us? Does he not want to play for us? Knowing Harry Kane, he probably he's probably addressed the issue with everyone. He's probably said, "Listen, um, I see, what's." What's been said's been said. You know, we got to move on, and um, he's a true professional. He will get on with it, and I think he he will score goals this season. Will he score as many? I don't know. Um, you know, people have written Harry Kane off in the past, and he's he's yeah, proven them wrong. Proven wrong yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes on and scores the most goals again this season. You know, you never know. Um, Spurs are, are are a work in progress. Um, I think they they've got a good manager. Uh, they will probably get it right more often than not. Um, but yeah, it will be interesting to to see how they bounce back after a poor result, looking yeah. like a poor result against Ren as well. Um, yeah. But you know, they do they do generally rise to the to the big occasion. Um, they are the type of team to go lose to a Palace and then you know maybe yeah, win against Chelsea, you know, so yeah, it, is, it, it, it is a, it is an opportunity for them to, to fix a few things. And listen, there won't be a player in that change room better than 
and then Harry Kane to get the boys riled up and, and someone yeah. keen for, for, for a London derby, you know. Spurs mm. and Chelsea is always a fiery game. It's it's a little bit personal. Now. Um, I think they, they sort of deflected away from Arsenal because it became too easy. So they, they turned their <laughs> Sunday, to Chelsea. Sunday <laughs> walk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I just want to touch on, I just want to touch on something that uh, Sorry, Wong Wong. said. That, said uh, that, you know, Son, Son is, is a very key player for, for them. And I, and I think, yeah, the fact that he wasn't playing last game, uh, and I think Claudio touched on it the last show, is that uh, Kane is always kind of looking for, oh no, Matt touched on it, the fact that Kane always wants to uh, interchange with uh, with Son and Bergwijn in terms of the passing and so on, and Son and Bergwijn were both not there, and just didn't just didn't uh, have the same uh, feel in terms of upfront and so on. Uh, but, yeah, just, yeah. but just, but just, but just in terms of I think uh, the betting corner, uh, the predictions, you know, uh, how we're gonna we're gonna do them. Uh, we're gonna obviously do the quick fire. Uh, no explanations, Wonga. Please don't tell us about 2009's fixture against. <laughs> just, just, just give us when Vieira was still playing. When Vieira was, don't tell us about when Vieira was still playing. Just give us the score line, bro. Just give it to us. Because we can't understand. There's context. So, if he mentions so, Arsenal winning, he needs to explain. <laughs> so, we're gonna. <laughs> So we're gonna start with Musa. We're gonna start with Musa then Musa then Nick then uh, Wanga then myself. Uh, okay. So, the first, so, so yeah, the first the first fixture uh, Newcastle versus uh, Leeds. Uh, two one to Leeds. Wow. I like it, Bro. Nick. <laughs> I like it. So, so I think I think we're going to get our. First, we need to get a win somewhere. We haven't won a game this season. Uh, so I think we're gonna win two one. I think a Newcastle would. Wonga. Yeah, I said. Um, to be honest, I don't know with either team. I think either team can have it. So I just thought, you know what? Let me just choose a draw. I think it would be three-three draw. Yo, yo, high scoring game. Uh, I think it's going to be two-one to Leeds. Unlucky, uh, Nick. Uh, <laughs> next, next, next one. Uh, guys wrong, man. Burnley, Burnley against Arsenal. Two-nil Burnley. <laughs> the, the tough times are back, boy. Explanations, <laughs> yeah. I think it's gonna be a, a one-one, one-one draw. Thanks, Pums. I like yeah. that. Pums, I like that. Uh, no, one-one draw. One-one draw. Okay, uh, Wanga. I, I say two-one to Arsenal. Two-one to Arsenal. Um, <laughs> too, I, I, yeah, I say, I say, I say it's gonna be uh, one-nil to Arsenal. Hey. Hey man. Uh next one, Musa. Ah. Uh 3-1 Liverpool. Guys, this team is looking good, bro. Liverpool. Mm. Ah. Mm. I think they're really hot. 3-0 Crystal Palace. Up oh, oh, sorry, 3-0 hey. Liverpool You see this team is looking hot. Oh, what 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 Nah, <laughs> tough times. What's your prediction for the Liverpool game? Liverpool, I would say uh, 3 0. Okay. 3 0 to uh, Liverpool, sorry. Yeah. I think it'll be 2 0. Yeah, 2 0 to Liverpool. Um, yeah, as, as Nick said, they are looking good right now. Uh, next one, uh, the uh, game at uh, Olympic Stadium. Ooh. 2 2 uh, in this game. Nick? Nah. Shit, man. I think a 2-1 <laughs> win for, for Man United. 
I think they're going to turn it around. Yeah, I think uh, if anyone knows better than us, it would be Selo. If you guys just lost, Ole knows what to do now, and Ole does it. So three one win to West. I mean to to Man United. Ole out. Ole wins after losing. I, I say. <laughs> I say. Okay, wait. Uh, Pumblani said zero zero zero. Wait zero zero. Uh, was it Ronaldo uh, on Palace. the field? No, no Palace. He said zero zero. Oh, okay. The Palace and Liverpool yes. game. And then oh. we won the Man United uh, game. Oh, okay. So yeah, the Man United so game. I, I I say it's going to be two one. Uh, we can't keep the clean sheet to save our lives. Um, and then yeah, the biggest, the big game for the weekend. I think we're going to see a, a two one Chelsea. Sure, I see a two two draw. Yeah. Hey. You never gave me the win, bro, so I'm not backing you. <laughs> I said 2 0 to Chelsea. <laughs> there we go, Wanga. I think it's going to be a 1 1 draw. Uh, oh, Pums. Pums saying 4 1 to Chelsea. Wow. Oh, I love it. Away from I'm home. loving it, boy. I'm loving it, Pums. Away from home. It's London. It's all of London. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, London, London is blue. No, we'll have to see about that. Uh, but just. Just in terms of uh, final thoughts, gentlemen, uh, going into the weekend. Yeah. Excited for this weekend, man. This Sunday game is going to be a big one for Chelsea. Um, yeah, we have a lot to prove and a lot to actually show. Tottenham, they're a big threat in my view. Um, they, they have a very good manager and a lot of good players at this point in time who want to prove something. So, yeah, I'm excited for Sunday. Um, yeah, listen, I'm excited to get my... I'm excited to get my first win. Hopefully, guys. You know, you were worried about Wonga's mental health. You were worried about my mental health, bro. Check on you. Check on you. But guys, 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 guys. No, that's supposed to be. My final thoughts, guys. Just, 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 we just need to watch this again, guys. We just need to watch this again. And that, guys, is how you celebrate a 91st minute winner. Courtesy of the King of the North himself, Nick Stockhart. Uh, but yeah, guys, it's, it's been great. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for uh, everyone who's on the show tonight. Uh, Pumlani, uh, Koketo, uh, I'm loving Jason, it. I love Andrew, I received the hat trick, Pumlani. Kevin, Claudio. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, and uh, enjoy, enjoy the weekend. And hopefully, all our teams win. Uh, and see you guys next week. And remember good, to good like, luck, subscribe. Shout out. 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 Shout